6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. week, right? Because we can only play it when we win. And that was a part of the whole superstition talk <laughs> this week that has uh, been un- uh, ongoing throughout the show today. These sports superstitions we heard from Fernando Pisani earlier. We heard from uh, Chris Joseph yesterday talking about it as well. Some of your texts coming in. Peter from Wainwright says, Jay, when I used to play competitive sports, I always had to get dressed the same way, going head to toe, starting with my left side every time. And then when I got undressed, I had to be the opposite side. Uh, starting from the right. Yeah, superstitions are a funny thing, and we've been having some fun with them this afternoon. We'll talk about having fun. Boy, oh boy, add one th- one more thing to the list of things that she has been doing over the past number of months. But Chelsea Bird, of course, you know her as the co-host of 6.30 Ched Mornings with Chelsea Bird and Daryl McIntyre, but also the in-game host of Oilers Games at Rogers Place. Chelsea checking in this afternoon. Hey, my friend. Hey, Jay. Good to talk to you. Nice to talk to you. It has been way Way, way too long. Of course, I listen every morning. I listen every morning, so I hear your voice, but we mainly just text lately. A hey, question for you. Do you have any superstitions? Well, you know what? I was just thinking about that as I was listening to that conversation, and I don't really right now. However, <laughs> last night's win, that 6 nothing win, um, I was wearing a very bold outfit mm-hmm. for playoffs, so I'm wondering if maybe now this means that I have to wear the same thing for every other playoff home game. So and that might be my new superstition that I'm just going to keep wearing the same thing over and over and over. I mean, if we're getting a win out of it, then, then why not? And that's the thing. So many people people texting in today Chelsea about that saying hey you know what well I wore this jersey Uh last night so I have to make sure that I wear it again tomorrow yeah that that part of it all is a is a huge thing I have to ask you what was it like inside that place last night it was just a party (laughs) I mean it was it was one of those nights where I, I thought that you, I could feel the building vibrating. Like, I thought we were going to blow the roof off of Roger's place. And at the beginning of the night, I thought it maybe felt a bit quieter than it was on Monday night. Maybe just because, you know, I was going in used to mm-hmm. what I was about to experience for a playoff situation. But as soon as we got that lead, it, the fans just, we committed and we were into it and everyone was just having an absolute blast. I mean, you look around Roger's place and you just see a sea of orange. There is not an empty seat in the building and everyone is up, everyone is screaming, everyone's shaking their pom-poms and everyone is just having just the most fun they've ever had and it, it it was honestly it was a party from start to finish and you experienced a little bit of that too i mean broadcasting outside in the ice district plaza too i mean you got a little a little taste of what people were about to go into the night with that kind of energy that they were bringing into the building and so i mean you can imagine what that turned into oh, yeah. as, as the night went on and on and it was so much fun I mean, part of your job uh as in-game host uh is 
is to pump is to pump people up, Chelsea. Ooh. And I'm like, I, I'm I, I, I'm not, you know. What what are you doing on top of that, or is it just kind of like this steady like roar at that point? Yeah, you don't really have to do a whole lot. My job <laughs> becomes very very easy in a situation like that. I mean, as soon as you show up and you're on the big screen, they know what they need to do as fans, and that's to get up and cheer and make some noise and get loud and get rowdy. They're already there, so I mean, I I don't think my job could be any easier during a playoff game, especially like last night so i mean you can hear you can hear a little bit of my voice i've got that sort of like post game playoff voice thing happening because i have to scream over (laughs) the fans even into the microphone so yeah there's a little bit of competition there because they're just they're so into it i i had never really experienced a playoff atmosphere Mm -hmm. like this before but there's just there's something about i think the last couple of years after everything that we've gone through with COVID, you know, just just waiting for something to be excited about. And you know how Edmonton gets behind the Oilers. I mean, when it's it's playoff hockey here and it's this team, there's nothing that gets us rowdier and more pumped than this. And Chelsea Burt joining me this afternoon. Chelsea with a bit of what what I'm going to lovingly call a bit of a whiskey voice. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Yep. Chelsea, you know, as you said, you know, you well, you you've been here for a long time. You you know the love uh, that that this city has for the Edmonton Oilers. But I'm curious to know with with this role that you've taken on, on top of doing mornings, on top of having a baby, on top of it all, what have you learned about about this team and this this fan base over the past year? It's it's a good question because it's not one that's easy to describe with words. It's more. It's more of a feeling. Um, I, I have okay. I have to admit that the the night that we clinched that playoff spot, mm-hmm. I unfortunately was very under the weather and I had to leave the game, which oh. which obviously was something that you know no one wants to find themselves in the position of doing. So I I had gone home and I was watching the game on TV and I was so emotional watching it, realizing you know suddenly just just how much it meant to me to to get to be in that atmosphere. I mean, it's it's a real privilege to be part of an organization that has diehard fans like the Oilers do. And, you know, to see so much success over the season, which has been a bit of a roller coaster yeah. at times, but to find ourselves in this position, you know, I think we're just, we're so grateful for it to have something to be so happy about that. It's just, it's really this overwhelming feeling of kind of coming together as a community with this shared love of this team and this 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 endless support that seems to just never ever die in this space that we always seem to be able to tap into here as Oilers fans it's just it's a it's a feeling that is really is profound and I'm just I'm so grateful that I get to experience it on such an intimate level. I'm curious to know what it was like leaving there last night. I mean during the game obviously wild but once you know six nothing I mean boy oh boy especially yeah. after the game. What was it like? You paint the picture for those of us who weren't inside of Rogers last night. It was I mean it was like a sea. It was a sea of orange, excited fans that all had just become best friends with one another. <laughs> everyone, you know, everyone's high fiving. Everyone's excited. Everyone, of course, is trying to get their way out of the building, but, but in, in like a friendly way, you know, kind of that feeling of where where are we going to next? You know, where are we going to keep going to to hang out with each other? And I will say, as someone who lives 
downtown, a little bit more removed from the arena. I was hearing go Oilers go and like cheers and honks well into the rest of the night. So uh, that party definitely kept on going. Those the best friendships that you were seeing get made in Fort Hall as everyone was walking out <laughs> definitely continued into the downtown the downtown scene. Well, we know that, uh, you know, the, the team's on the road now playing in L.A. for the next two games, but people for $5 can go in and, and watch the game on the big screen inside of Rogers Place. That money, if I remember correctly, is going to the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation. What are you doing during those games? You're somewhere else aren't you yeah so i'm actually i'm not involved in those watch parties because we're going to have um we're going to have more watch parties that are happening in specific locations around the city so coming up on sunday i'm going to be hosting a watch party at central social hall so i'll be at that one um but you're absolutely right i mean that that five dollar ticket goes to support the edmonton oilers community foundation so it's going to a really great cause and it's a really fun way if you can't get your hands on a playoff ticket which are unfortunately a little bit hard to come by and pretty steep on places like StubHub right now. It's a great way to at least be able to go and, you know, catch a little bit of that playoff energy and, you know, tap into that atmosphere. Well, you know what, my friend, uh, I'm not sure how you're juggling it all, uh, but uh, you must be just sucking some of that energy uh, from from all the fans while, uh, you know, juggling everything that you are right now. But tip of the hat, you're doing a fantastic job as always and uh, loving seeing your Insta posts, all of that from the games and keep up the great work, my friend. Oh, thanks, Jay. I really appreciate that. It's so good to talk to you. Hopefully we can do this again. I would, I'll do anything for you. You know that. Uh, well, hopefully we get to see each other in person sometime soon that would be yeah, even that would better be, that would be a real trip because it has definitely been been way way too long but you're sounding great it's so nice to be on your show this afternoon uh, thanks for joining me that's chelsea bird checking in this afternoon you can listen to her tomorrow morning starting at 5 30 with daryl mcintyre of, co- of course the co-host of 6 30 ched mornings and she's in the uh she's the in arena host of oilers games at rogers place